Hey guys, um, this is Lauren with the Mindful Business Life Podcast, coming to you with my Sunday segment, Everyday Blessings. <clears throat> um, sorry, I have a little bit of sinus issues going on, so hopefully it won't be too sniffly, but it definitely happens. So today we are reading March 19th, and it goes like this. When I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. Psalms 56.3. How did Jesus endure the terror of the crucifixion? He went first to the Father with his fears. Do you do the same with yours? Don't avoid life's gardens and gaithismans. Enter them. Just don't enter them alone. And while there, be honest. <clears throat> Pounding the floor is permitted. Tears are allowed. And be specific. He knows what you need. Such a lovely reminder. I mean, a lot of my life, I always, I feel like I do a lot on my own and a lot of, um, a lot of what I do, a lot of people tell me a lot that like some of the stuff I do, like they'd be too scared to do and they don't know how I do it. And the fact of the matter is I'm even scared of some of the things that I do. I'm scared to put myself out there. I'm scared to run for office. Like I'm, I'm scared. But at the end of the day, I think even though I never would admit that I was really close to God, I, I was an atheist for a long time. Um, but you just realize like there is something else there for you, something else willing to love you and support you. And I found that for me, I do constantly, especially now that I, I truly am a believer in God more than ever, I see just like how much I go to God with my fears, my thoughts, my worries. <clears throat> and I'm not saying God takes them away. I think God more than anything, just asks me to stand in front of them and be fearless in my pursuits. And I think if we're more than willing to start looking at the fears we have as opportunities to, to bloom into something so much more, you know, we're going to create this space between God and ourselves or this, I wouldn't say space, that's just like this union between God and ourselves that gives us even more power, knowledge, love, respect from the outside world and, and, and brings it into our inside world. I love that it says pounding the ground is permitted. Tears are allowed. How amazing is it and I get a lot of people that come to me with like their worries and their struggles and this I'm like it's okay right and I love that this reminds you that like being upset feeling down being stressed it's all okay come and cry let it all out that is okay it's encouraged more than anything Also, be specific. Everything that I do in my life, we talk about like being very specific. In my BNI group, when we're talking about a referral, um, and you know, when I'm praying, you know, God constantly tells you be specific about what you want, what you're looking for, what you need. And um, and I love that because uh if you're not, if you're not being specific then you're going to get something half-ass, right? 
But in the end, if you're like, hey, this is exactly what I want, exactly what I'm looking for, it makes it easier for God to give it to you. And whether it's really after you get it, whether it's really something that you wanted or something that's meant for you, um, you'll be able to discern better, right? I don't know about you guys, but I'll pray for something that I think my soul wants. And God will deliver. And then I'll get it and I'll go, yeah, that ain't it. <laughs> there, there's, that's not it. It is missing something. There's something not right. And, <laughs> and it's a great thing because it's like the more clear and direct, I can narrow down, you know, the things that I love and don't love and the things that are, make me scared, right? As I narrow things down and I start receiving those things and I'm like, oh gosh, I asked for this, but it causes me to think deeply. It causes me to feel stressed. It causes me to have fear and worry. And then it's okay, God, how can we manifest something that's better in alignment for me? So the segment gives you a couple opportunities here, right? First is to take your fears and your worries to God. And then to kind of challenge yourself from there to walk through the fire. But then it also gives you an opportunity to manifest the things your heart desires and figure out if it's actually for alignment of who you are. And I think there's a lot of value in both of those perspectives. Um, I know as women, you know, we're, we're always working to manifest like our ideal partners, and we'll manifest a guy. We think he's perfect. And then next thing you know, he's not. And, but we take that desire. We take that that want. We take that longing and we, and we take it to God. And then God gives us what we ask for. So how can you take your fears and your worries and just go talk to God? I know I've been having, again, sorry, my sinuses are just like killing me right now. About nature, which is my favorite thing to do, but about nature. I said, God, I want to be in nature. God's like, well, here's all your sinus issues. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I just think there's a lot of value in, and like I said, both those those points of perspectives, like out and um reaching out to God when you have worries, fears, go to him all the time. I mean, literally, God should be who you talk to 24-7 as a one being person that hears all my thoughts feelings i had two interactions this weekend what's really taught me some things one thing about me especially people had people two people in my life had said i don't want you to talk about this these two very different topics said i don't want you to talk about these topics in front of me because of my own personal life experiences and they make me uncomfortable <clears throat> but but these two people have had no problem talking about both of those experiences before until recently. And I don't mind respecting people and what they're growing through. But I also looked at my life and how even when I'm growing through things, I do not expect people to do stop doing something, stop being themselves because they're around me. I would never tell someone I don't want to hear something because... I would never tell someone don't do something because I'm here, right? 
And so I think for me, like taking that concept and going, okay, is this the space for me still? And am I being a decent human being? And my worry has been, am I being a decent human being anymore? You know, and so the worry that I had this weekend after hearing like these two points of perspectives in one day, two different conversations, but also two very different points of perspectives that needed to, they didn't want to take in. It's like, all right, God, am I as a human, you know, overstepping my own boundaries with people? And is there something you can do better? And so I'm constantly taking my thoughts and fears and worries to God every second I can get. And then just asking God to show me, you know, is it me? Is it them? Is it a combination of the two? You know, am I a little too free? (laughs) For me, there's no such thing, but not everyone can live like me. And I actually told an ex that this weekend, (laughs) my uh, ex and I, just chit-chatting as friends again. And I said, I can live a life of moderation and play, but you cannot. And because of that, I don't know if, you know, we could be around each other because for me, I'm, I'm, I had this epiphany sitting by the fire the other night when my friends were here, just listening to my friends' conversations and how they're constantly limiting themselves in their lives. And this epiphany came and it was just like, you don't put one single limit on yourself. You are one of the most free human beings there are. And I understand that God's gifted me with this like outrageous power. I know it more than ever as I keep growing into like my best godly person is that, and I want to say godly, God is flawed. I don't care what you say. God is flawed and he's okay with that. It's okay with that. And I'm flawed and I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, I'm doing the best I can. And God's the same way. We feel, we look at God as this perfect being, but if you look at God, he created man and man is flawed. Man messes up. God, if you believe the Bible, God flooded the earth, right? He took what he, what he had, which was us, 1.0 flooded the earth why because we were a must we we were one of his mistakes right he his creation was flawed his representation of himself was flawed he didn't like it so he said bye now might be a little crazy for y'all to want to take in but god is a little flawed god has made mistakes and he has washed them away And us too, we make mistakes. We're flawed. We're messed up. We have our moments. But if God is love, which I think truly God is love, a love for your mistakes, a love for your, um, for the magic that you are and the magic that you make. But if you are, you know, if you believe that God is love, like then every facet of you, perfect and not perfect is important. And that means you need to be talking to the one who understands you the absolute most, which is you and God. And maybe God is just your higher version of you. Maybe God is a whole entity. Maybe God is just this 
this energy. I can't listen to a man tell me who God is. I have to feel into it. And for me, God is this, this overabundant energy of all. It is the creation of everything, the energy of everything. It is everything that you see, feel, think. That is God. And there is a center brain somewhere, so to say, <laughs> that I always think about being God. this powerful source of energy somewhere out in the cosmos or maybe rooted underneath us. I don't know, but for me, that's what God is. This, this massive force of abundance of everything that is. And so circling back, like that concept of God being flawed. And if, if we worry, do you not think God worries about us too? You know, God, if we are God's daughters and sons and all these other things, and, you know, we like to call him the father. So you do not think that as a parent, if you look at it from this perspective, that he's not worried when he sees you going down, he's like, I sure hope they're going to be okay. I hope they lean into me. I hope they come to me for love and support. I hope they know they're loved. I see that with God. And so I really encourage that going to God, like God probably worries about you while you're over here worrying about Seth or worried about your car. And, you know, so God's like, oh, well, I hope they come to me and let me know their worries and I can do my best to kind of, to get them to where they need to go. I know a few years ago, I had a really crazy incident in my life where I thought I, my life was over ultimately. I thought it's not the rest of my life in jail almost. And, and I took my word to God. I said, you know, I don't, I don't really, I don't know about you, but I'm going to ask you, you know, what do I got to worry about? And I asked, what do I have to worry about? Not I'm worried. What do I need to worry about? And God said nothing, nothing. And after that, I didn't worry about a thing. My mom was all worried. Everybody's worried. I said, I'm telling you, for once I heard God's voice. He said, you have nothing to worry about. And so I know that when you're willing to lean into the source of everything that is on this earth, it will talk back to you. It will create a path for you. It will show you the way. But you have to be willing to realize that as God is flawed. Because a lot of people get scared. With how society is today, a lot of people get scared. Right? We've been told God is, okay, God is all these things. And God is everything. But God is loving, compassionate, understanding more than any of the other things. God is not judgmental. God almost doesn't care about your flaws. And I think I talked about that. God doesn't care about your mess ups. He cares that you learn. He cares that you try to do better. He cares that if you have a worry, you come to, to him, right? God cares. God cares. And as I sit here alone in my cabin that I rented for the last two days, I come back to my room and I'm like, 
I got things on my mind, God. I got things on my mind. What an interesting week I've had. What a bunch of interesting experience I had. You know, who am I? Am I doing something wrong? God's like, you've outgrown some spaces. You've outgrown some people. He's like, but you're a good person. You just want to, you want to keep the relationships and they're worth keeping. But, you know, you're also kind of, they're kind of outdated and they serve, but they only serve so much. And that's some of the things too. Like some of our relationships, they go down from being a hundred to 75 to 50 to 25 to 10%. It's very natural for our relationships to change. But not everyone has to go. Not everyone's so seasonal to where they have to be kind of wiped off. When people are seasonal to where they get dropped down from being, you know, your everything to your little bit of things. So I was just thinking like, man, how much I've changed how much strength I've had to gain by myself and with just God really over the last year. And then to be in just a different space than most people around me. But I love that I came back and I took the worry that was on my heart. And I was like, God, I just, I want to be the best me for you, for the world. I'm always worried about if I'm being a good, decent human being, if I'm being a good, decent friend, if I'm, if I'm doing enough. And I'm always told I'm doing enough, <laughs> but God's always like, but you could always do just a little bit more. <laughs> and I don't mind that. But at the end of the day, it's very, it's one of the first things I do at the end of the day. Have I done good enough today? You know, these are what, this is what's on my heart. Am I doing okay? It's not always easy to understand or grasp that we have a place to turn to. And sometimes God's going to give you the answers right then and there in your spirit. And then sometimes he's just going to make you wait. Because he needs you to wait until the right opportunity comes for you to receive. And it may be because he wants to show you in a different way than what you're expecting or what you think you should see. Or because somebody somebody needs to show you. Or because you need to hear it in a song that's going to make you feel it. In the way he needs you to feel it. Or look, I will always come through with some sort of answer for you. What an interesting. I think I love these segments so much because I get time to process like my thoughts really. And my interactions, like even coming here today. You know, I talked about interact some interactions I've had that have had me, I wouldn't say worried. <laughs> But reflective, that's kind of my word these days. I don't worry. I said it to my ex too. Wow. Okay. I don't worry about things. I become reflective. I want to make sure, and I said this to him, it's really come full circle for me. I want to make sure I'm being the best me for those around me. And being the best me is sometimes unapologetically raunchy, wild, untamed. But most of the time, it's compassionate and caring and well put together. But coming back today and having a moment to like process my own thoughts and feelings and realize that, you know, it sucks when you're outgrowing people. It sucks when you've lived hard lives and, and lives very quickly and you don't process life like everyone else anymore. <laughs> 
And it's almost like I feel like I used to where I'm kind of emotionless in some senses. But the thing is, I've experienced so much emotion that I've also cleared out so much within me. And it makes it hard because being further along energetically than those you want to be close to, it creates a barrier. So having a moment to sit here and process that, that like last year I lived, I, we've talked about it in a couple of my segments, just like I lived five years in a year, eight months, a year. And it doesn't make me better at all. It just makes me more experienced right now. And being around those who aren't as experienced or seasoned as me right now, there's conflict. So it was nice to come home or come to my cabin and just talk to God about that. Because you talk to anybody about it, they probably think you're batshit crazy. But you talk to God about it and he's going to go, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, have you thought about it like this? Oh, well, what can you do? Do you feel like you could have done something better? And then you just have that conversation with yourself and God until you work it all out. And this always gives me that opportunity. I post these in hopes sometimes that nobody <laughs> listens because the diary of a crazy, soulful woman super soulful full of so much soul so much love so much passion and so much wild energy are y'all gonna think i'm crazy but at the end of the day i don't care if you think I'm crazy i just hope that if you hear me you start to let the barriers down between yourself those around you god and you start walking closer to God and being you, being unapologetically you. God likes that. I know. God loves it. So my hope is that you listen. Something sticks out for you. That you understand me a little bit better. You understand that we are sometimes all in different places. But at the same time, we're all moving to the same place at the end of the road. And as you feel stressed and worried, the first place you should take yourself, straight to God. What a day. Well, I bless y'all. And I hope to get my sinuses a little cleared up before tomorrow's show. And uh, I look forward to talking to you again. So hope you have the best blessed evening. Namaste.